pull up a bar stool. What's up? Yeah, we're going to talk boredom today. Now, how are you going to bring fun back into your business if it ever start, starts to slip away? And I got to tell you, it can happen. And um, this is really kind of enlightening for me, this, this episode, as uh, JR was probing, um, because I was starting to connect the dots on some things. You know, there was a lot... I don't want to say I'm going through a seven-year itch, but we're hitting seven years since I was laid off and I started this business um, later this month. And it is a little different once you get to the point of what am I going to create that's new that I haven't done before, right? What, what new blog post am I going to write that I haven't write, written about before? You know, all that excitement that I was getting in the first several years came from all, all these ideas, that I was, I was putting out into the world, sharing with the world that I wasn't able to share before. Creating a product for the first time, creating a webinar for the first time, all these first times. And uh, now it's kind of that battle. So what am I doing about it? I think you're gonna enjoy this one. So sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week we invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on entrepreneurship. That's right. I've got JR back on the show. JR is my business manager, backup CEO. We've been working together for about seven years now. You realize we're hitting that seven-year anniversary this month, a couple weeks. I don't have an itch, so don't worry. There's no seven-year ah. itch here. <laughs> I might be a little itchy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, um, I, and as, as we usually do this, we're recording, streaming to uh, PhD Entrepreneurs, which are a private community uh, within, with the, on Facebook uh, while we're recording this. And I have a general idea what we're going to talk about, but JR is going to take it the wheel. JR, what we got going on today? Well, after much thinking today, I thought, wow, what would be a topic that we haven't talked a lot about? We've talked a little bit about boredom. We've talked a little bit about burnout, but we haven't talked a lot about fun. So I wanted to just go into talking about fun if you're open for that. It sounds like fun. Ah, there we go. You, there we go. You walked right down the plank on that one. Yeah. So uh, what I, I have a fundamental belief that when we get closer to burning out or boredom, it's that we've lost the ability to paint the picture of what would be fun in that. And yes, we do have a worksheet called Fun in That. I didn't realize that until I just looked at it, that mm. that is what I titled it, Fun in That. And the worksheet is designed so you can boost your fun in your work. So we'll go through that worksheet a little bit in this session, but we'll also kind of go outside, color outside the lines and find out kind of what your thoughts are on what you do when you get bored or burning out. So we'll take board first because in entrepreneurship, seven years, 
I'm assuming you've gotten bored once or twice oh, yeah. during that seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Often. So you, yeah. you get you get bored often. And what have you noticed about yourself when you've gotten bored? Like the consequences of it? Could you see it coming? Could you've done something differently? T- talk more about when you're on the board train. You know, I mean, we, we always go down this line where I say, well, it depends on how you define being bored. <laughs> because it's like, is it a lack of passion, lack of interest, uh, whatever. But uh, for me, uh, it'll happen if um, I fall out of a routine. Uh, it'll happen if I'm not creating uh, and not feeling useful and valuable. And it'll happen if I start making excuses and allowing, allowing something to slip and say, I don't need to do that today. Well, as soon as you, and I, I don't want to say don't give yourself an allowance to take breaks and things like that, but I say it's also a little dangerous because it's, the minute I do that once, I'll do it again and again and again and again. And those types of things, um, ultimately lead to going through the motions and staring at my screen and doing things that aren't very productive. So with that said, I think about complicated activities because whenever I think of bored, I think that we sometimes get bored because something's become monotonous or something's become so complicated and you're just like, I don't want to even deal with that. In the spirit of running, running, have you become bored with running? And if so, why and how did you snap yourself out of it if you have? Yeah, and and I think, uh, well, first of all, just to be very clear when it comes to running, I do not enjoy running. I've really never enjoyed running. I do it mainly uh, to be healthy. Um, and then I, you know, I'm able to keep it going because I have a competitive streak as well. Um, but what happens there too, it's exactly the same thing as with, with the business side is I fall out of my routine and I won't run on a certain day, make an excuse, don't run on the next day, make, make an excuse. Next thing you know, it's either a week or two weeks or a month and I haven't run at all. Uh, so the main thing for me is, first of all, just getting out there and doing it. And then uh, a lot of times the competitive juices take over. And I'm like, oh, I want to make sure I, I keep this streak going. I'm gonna, I went yesterday, I'm going to go today again. Or this is the fifth day in a row. I'm going to try to hit 30, 30 miles this week or, or you know, something like that. Um, so th- those are the things that keep me going. Um, but yeah, today's. I think the fourth day in a row I didn't run after running like five days in a row. I'm a streaky guy. So, but so here's the the good part about that. I like that you acknowledge that you start off the starting line saying, I don't enjoy this. And in entrepreneurship, there's going to be a lot of work that people have that they don't enjoy right from the beginning. And there's a part of figuring out how to create fun. Because the word enjoy, you said it, I don't enjoy it. So I'm thinking, man, if he doesn't enjoy something immediately, how does he inspire himself to put those running shoes on, tie his laces up, 
and get out there and run. Well, you said, hey, I play a game with myself. I'm competitive. I'm going to keep the streak going. And you're like, all right, well, key to doing that is to stay in my routine and just do it. You know, those are those are a few things. But end of the day for you, how do you take yourself from I don't enjoy it to I enjoyed it? Because you start there is I don't enjoy running. So I heard routine, doing it, win streak. I know you even use a worksheet that you mark off for color with color with markers and I'm assuming you like to see the progress, so that that helps. And seeing a lack of progress gives, can get me motivated as well. Ooh, okay. So, so lack of progress. So marking the progress and the regression, like noticing when you're not moving. Because I know I've heard you get really fired up when you said, I'm 100 miles behind or 50 miles behind in my right. goal. And then next thing you know, you're running 25 miles in a week to catch up right. or even more than that. I don't even know. I think you probably had some more more, more uh, miles in a week so you could catch up. But I, I like for you to dig a little bit into when you find yourself in business, knowing that it's something that you don't enjoy doing. Do you find yourself trying to find the fun in it to to get you to do the work or you just white knuckle it and just push through it? Um, I mean, I usually look for inspiration. Um, there's certain things I, I'll white knuckle it. And then it almost always turns out I, I, I find something in it that I enjoyed that was fulfilling. And another, I'm glad I did that. It's just a matter of getting it started and doing it. Mm-hmm. So, so your, your biggest, I'm going to say roadblock or challenge is getting started on, on work that you don't enjoy. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's, it's a matter of balance and cluttered priorities Mm -hmm. because between the business and, oh, I got to make sure I get out there and, and run I got to, I got, you know, this baseball team to figure out and this passion with, with that website and content and you know, kids run around the house and JJ wants to help, wants me to help him break in his new glove and, you know, all this stuff. And it's just a matter of determining what, what is most important at this moment. And it's really not very easy for me to always figure it out. Not to mention all the, the honeydew list that I got to take care of as well. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Cause I prioritization, I definitely think it's a, a key factor when you're figuring out how to get started on, on things you don't really want to do. But then the beauty is, is seeing progress. And as you reflect back on it and you can see, Oh man, I put in 50 miles this week, but I think there are moments where you go into it and you really don't want to do it, but all of a sudden the fun shows up and I'll give you an example because we're, going through an experiment this week where, and I forgot the the baseball player's name already, but I know that uh, right now you had a, I think a Boston Red Sox player reach out and we, we get a lot of people who reach out to us a lot and I am the buffer. 
So I literally am the buffer between John and the world for requests. And we get a lot of requests of like, hey, can John be on our podcast? Can he give us free advice? Can he do a, can he fly into Dubai and do a training with this? Uh, we'd love that. Well, I know John doesn't like to fly, <laughs> be from the family. And it's, that's an easy no. But we got approached this last, last in the last couple of weeks with a former baseball player that says, hey, I want I want John to come on the show and talk about Facebook. Well, that didn't really sound that appealing to me because I didn't know really what could be possible. But then as you explore it, um, you start to find a little fun in it, don't you? Like on situations like this, like, like tell me your, your perspective. Because like I said, we got an ex-baseball player reaches out and wants to talk about Facebook. That doesn't sound that much, like that much fun. And then kind of what happens for you as you go through uh, that. I mean, it's a, it's a player that I've got lots of memories, good memories of from, uh, from my childhood. Uh, he's wants it. He, he's proposing that it be located that, you know, we have like a, a filming at Fenway park, which I've never been to Fenway park and it's an amazing place. Um, so, I mean, there's a, a lot of excitement in all of that. I like to use the word excitement because it's energizing to you. And I like the words of I've never been, I've never done. Because I think mm. part of as we explore opportunities that probably don't seem like much fun, especially if they're complicated, like running. Mm, is it simple? It's free. You get to run outside, put some gym shoes on, some shorts, and you can go out there. Not very complicated, but if you don't enjoy it, like John, immediately – you have to dig in to see, to see where, where's the fun in it. And even with you, I know that traveling isn't the, the funnest thing for you, but for you to say, I've never been to Fenway. You know, I, I've, never, I've never recorded a Facebook Live at Fenway for, I don't know which group you were thinking about doing it. Was it PHC? Is that what you were thinking about doing it for? Oh, no, for the spiders for for the the baseball group the facebook group so it's pretty cool when you find fun and creating value for other people too yeah i mean i think there's something when you talk about seven year itch um i mean something to it like you've been doing the same thing for seven years or a a chunk of that seven years and there's a certain amount of boredom of going through you know the just going through the motions as opposed to like some of these other things I'm doing, which they're completely new. And I look back at, you know, when the business started and I hit, it was hitting all these new milestones and, and doing things for the first time, creating a training program or creating just any product, creating PHC, creating something. I haven't never done this before. And, um, it was exciting and not, and not to say that, you know, uh, this stuff isn't exciting anymore. It's just different. I mean, that, that's kind of why they they talk about the seven year itch in the first place. It's like uh, I've done this before. It's just, it's the same thing uh, that I did yesterday and the, the year before. And um, it's a matter of you got to f- keep creating. I think and find new ways to make it fun. Yeah, and and with that said, why why does that fun matter? You just said make it fun. So why why does that fun matter? Because without it, it's just it's just a job, mm-hmm. and that, that's I got out of just doing a job for a reason in the first place. 
Um, and, uh, you know, uh, you want it to be fulfilling whatever you do. And um, the, the challenge of being your own boss is you control whether it's fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And I'm thinking of a, a recent situation with us where if we were answering what's the most complicated thing we're working on, I would say the most complicated thing a couple of months ago was figuring out how to keep the writing process fun for John. Like meaning you can get burned out, you can get bored with writing for seven straight years. And, you know, that was the, the fundamental question that we're working on is, you know, what's the most complicated thing we're working on? Figuring out how to bring the fun back into writing for John. And what I'm proud to say is that as we untangled that question and figured it out, we found fun in delegating the writing. Because right now, we're delegating some of the writing to Lucas. Mm-hmm. And kind of tell me, tell me, it, what, is there any fun or enjoyment in you shifting from being the sole guy responsible for all the writing and creativity to now having some support? Well, it relieves the pressure a little bit because <laughs> I realize the importance of, of content. I mean, my business is where it is today because of content, ultimately. And um, so we've made this shift where um, I'm going to spend more of my time, especially during the spring, summer months, you know, coaching baseball and doing things with my family and less time on the business. Well, if I'm doing that, what's happening to that content? And we've noticed with, with that um, traffic goes down. And if traffic's going down, my email list is going to slow down in terms of its growth. And if all that's happening, um, sales are, are going to decrease. I mean, we've been we've been lucky in that we've been able to kind of uh, maintain uh, even grow a little bit still year to year in terms of revenue. But if I continue to not write, it's not gonna it's it's gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna run into issues there eventually. So um, having Lucas write. Um, first of all, I can I can sense kind of the the passion within his work. Can also kind of see a lot of myself in what he's doing, and that he's got all these ideas. You know, I kind of see see from where I was, you know, a few years ago. He's got all these ideas. He wants to get out there into the world and help people, and it's pretty awesome. And so I'm happy to help him get that audience. Yeah, I I like that that you describe it as awesome because as we figure out our complicated projects or our complicated tasks ahead and we ask ourselves, where's the fun in that? Because again, if we're trying to make the writing process 10 times easier for you and then we say, oh, well, that doesn't sound like fun trying to do that. Well, no, the fun is, is finding people that are just as passionate as you that can write well and then bring the spotlight into their work so then they feel a sense of pride so there's the fun in it and most people would think the delegation isn't that fun it can be it's a relief. delegation can it's a relief it's, it's a relief yeah. 
For sure. But then we say, well, why does that fun matter? Because it is a relief. It is a relief for you to find the fun in finding people that can help with content that can. And then once they help with content, it, it continues to help grow the business, grow value creation, grow subscriber base, you name it. Um, with all that said, in the spirit of this creation or content creation, do you, how can we make this even more fun for you? Cause now we have, you know, we have Lucas. Yeah. How, how can it be more fun for you? This whole process of figuring out how to expand content creation. I mean, for me, I think it's a couple of things. It's, uh, you know, continuing to grow that and ultimately have someone in charge of the editing and creation and publication and promotion of that type of content. Allow me then to have the freedom to, hey, I've got a blog post I want to throw out there on Facebook ads. I can do it. But not ever feel like I'm pressured and that it needs me. Um, so that's part of it. Uh, another thing is it frees me up to shift more focus to the entrepreneurship side. If I want to start creating content for entrepreneurs, I can start writing articles now because I've got more time to do that. I can have, I have more time to dedicate to the baseball side, which starting to see more signs that there could be something business related there, monetized there eventually. Um, so uh, it's, it's basically allowing that entrepreneurial spark uh, to flare up again um, and kind of venture into these areas that if I'm going to do these things, it's all new again. I haven't done this before. Um, so it's that excitement that comes back. Whereas when I'm, my debate always like when to write new content is like, okay, what am I going to write about? I've written like a thousand articles. How am I going to put a new spin on this <laughs> to make it interesting? So I'm not just rehashing something I've already done. And, uh, so that, that's kind of the, that's why it's, it's fun to do these other things. Yeah. Now I like, I'm smirking because you answered the next question that I was going to go into, which was what would be possible if I made this more fun and you stated really quickly, I have freedom. I have freedom now. I don't, the, if I want to write, it's because I want to write versus I need to write. Yeah. Versus this, versus this, this idea of I'm a survivor. And if I, if I don't write, then everything starts to slide in the wrong direction. Yeah. It's similar to running, right? Yeah. Like, oh, got to sit down and write an article, even though I don't really have any inspiration to do so. And it may not be my best work but I know I need to do it. Kind of like with running. It's like, I don't really want to run right now. No, I need to. Probably not going to have everything in it. I'm just going to go through the motions and run. And that's the fear. Yeah. But yeah. I know in both cases, I need to. Like my mm-hmm. business could start collapsing if I don't create content. My body could start collapsing if I don't keep running. Um, yeah. Now, I can't have somebody run for me. I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> But I could have people create content that I that I agree with. That is, and it, it's not easy to, to find that too because um, I've had a lot of guest authors over the years, and it's nothing against any of those guests. And, and I haven't had a lot over the last few years, but I had I had quite a few early, and um, it's not easy to find someone 
who is is very similar in terms of their approach, their style, um, and kind of end goals and all that kind of stuff. And 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 also very well written. Don't need to do a lot of editing. All that kind of stuff. And um, so again, nothing against all those other people who have written for me. Lucas, I feel like uh, you know he here he and I are on a similar wavelength to the point where someone might even say, "Has Lucas been writing your stuff under your name <laughs> in the past?" <laughs> because yeah. you know, we have, but he also understands w- what I'm trying to do. Like he understands the style I use and. It's you know it's educational and it's a how-to step you through. Provide a lot of nerdy data stuff that he enjoys, and um, you know the, the formatting, the paragraphs, and headers, and all kind of stuff. He gets it, and uh, so yeah, I've been really lucky there. Yeah, no, you have. So to summarize, because again, the intention of this John and John was to to boost fun, to boost fun and your work. And there were five questions. Now, we really didn't go through them word for word, but we got through the answers. First question, what's the most complicated thing I'm working on? Second, where's the fun in that? Then why does that fun matter? How can I 10X the fun? And then what would be possible if I made this more fun? So that was the framework and our worksheet called Fun in That. Hey, and did, did we publish that in PhD Entrepreneurs yet? Not yet. We will. Let's we make will. sure you do it because this is something we weren't doing a good job of before. Let's, okay. let's, let's publish it and let's make sure to then share a link to where's that. Where's the fun in that? Where's the fun in, where's the fun in publishing this? <laughs> now, my point, it, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so with that said, for all those that are out there that are feeling that they're on the edge of boredom or burnout, if you go into it with the intention of figuring out how to make it more fun, that's not fun for you, figuring out how to delegate it so that it's fun for someone else, you will absolutely be creating value for people for sure. Are we done? Is that it? We're done. That's, oh, that's right it. it. 30 minutes, man. We're well, time. We started like five minutes late, I think. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, so we could extend if we want, but that's all I wanted to kind of go through and fun in that. Yeah. I mean, my, my whole thing is either um, rep, you know, finding a way to replicate that, that fun that I had when I'm creating something new for the first time, you know, towards that the same business or to, you know, keep that going and get help running that business and try to replicate that with a new endeavor, you know, which is what it, so it could be the, the entrepreneur stuff. It could be baseball related stuff. It could be something where it's like, I don't feel like I've done, I've done everything I, I can do or I don't feel like it's a chore to find something new to do in this area. Cause I haven't done it you know, I haven't done a lot of it. So, um, that's really my goal, uh, to keep, to keep things interesting and keep things fun. So, so before we go, there's a part of me that thinks of the word play. And I know that a lot of the entrepreneurs that I'm around that I work with, they struggle to design play into their lives. And I'm talking whatever play looks like, whatever fun looks like, and this isn't just work. This isn't just entrepreneurship work. This is personal life. 
what is it that do you intentionally design play into to your life outside of the business? I would say I intentionally design it in. It just uh, it is like I feel like uh, you know having the kids around and I just. Uh, prioritize spending time with them i mean we the boys the boys and i spent a whole bunch of time playing trouble last night oh, like okay. too much, i always get my butt kicked at trouble it's <laughs> the most frustrating game when you're losing by the way yeah uh, uh and uh but uh no it's it's not a matter of like okay it's it's seven o'clock we we've designed fun into this space this next two hour block it's nothing like that it's just uh I prioritize when that those, those opportunities, I guess. Yeah, and for me, I'm a little bit more regimented because as my weekends, I approach my weekends, I design them. I design what fun I want to have, <laughs> what people I want to see, what what relaxation I want to experience, what recreation I want to experience. And uh, over the past weekend, I went to Buddy's housewarming. And we played. I call the game bags. I do too. I, at least Lisa right. hates it when I call it that. It's like who well, calls it? That's bags? what I call it. Cornhole. So I yeah. right cornhole. I call it bags. Yeah. So so my buddy and I played bags for probably an hour longer than his wife wanted him to play. But that was my fun. Like, and I hate parties. I, yeah, I hate I gatherings too. like that. I, yeah. I want to hide. Matter of fact, I did hide for 40 minutes and I played with a cat, even though I don't like cats, but I didn't want to <laughs> be near the people. So I played, I played with the cat yeah. for 45 minutes. But when I started playing, like again, playing bags, and then we played another, we played Yahtzee. And then we played a game called pigs. And I don't know if you've ever played this game, but it's literally two pig figurines that are probably the size of a quarter, you know, in diameter. And you shake the pigs up and drop them on the table and you get points for how they land. Lots, <laughs> lots of skill. Up, oh, my gosh. But but well, the skill was counting points and knowing if it lands on its ear versus its snout is worth X amount of points. If it lands on one side with a dot and the other side without the dot. I think I, somebody was drunk and just made it up on the spot. You just played. Oh, no. They they said this is a game for years. And it, <laughs> it like it was crazy. So back to the fun. I had to design what's the fun in that to go to a a housewarming party because <laughs> I, I didn't want to go. Yeah. I did not want to go. It actually sounds a lot. So we went to a surprise birthday party, 40th birthday party for uh, my assistant coach. And um, I knew virtually nobody there. <laughs> Once you know, they had cornhole. And, but it, and it was bags, like, uh, bags. or bags. It was the, the dad of uh, one of JJ's old teammates who was playing with JJ's old teammate. So I didn't even go over to play, but just that that to me is like so much easier. Just go over there and watch them play and as opposed to like trying to interact with people I don't know, which I struggle with. Small talk Worst. sucks. Worst. I, I hate small talk. <laughs> but no, small talk sucks. The way you design your weekends though, I guarantee Lisa's like that too. Whereas like I wake up in the morning on a Saturday, I'm like, 
I was gonna lay here for a while, roll out of bed, mm-hmm. see what maybe grab a bowl of cereal. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I have no idea what I'm gonna do that day when I wake up on Saturday. I really don't. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I design every day like that. <laughs> like literally every day. And I design fun in the day too. And this fun in that worksheet that I created, all these, a lot of these worksheets are for the, like some of the pain points that I have. And I designed this worksheet for me so that I would do things that traditionally wouldn't do. Like the idea of, I would not, if I really had, if I really wanted to, to, to do what I wanted to do and didn't care about anybody else, I would not gone that, that housewarming party at all. Yeah. But then when I said, okay, where's the fun in that? The fun in it, go in there and people can say, oh, thanks for coming. And then you give them a little gift and then, Yay. oh, we can play some games and I won $20. Exactly. Not, see, uh, so, so, <laughs> so, so you involved com- competitiveness and um, like, I'm, I'm all for the games then, you know. I, I beat him like he stole something. And it was his yeah. house and he said, this is the first time I played, you know, cornhole in my backyard. And I said, guess what? My first time too. Yeah. And I was just taking his money, doubling up. I mean, we, we probably went to $5 a game, back and forth up to 40 and then it ended at 20 But again, that's like two hours later. So, yeah. So, yeah. But so, end of the day, I think if we all pay more attention to the fun that we want to have and things that we kind of don't want to do, and find more fun in the things that we do already enjoy doing, I believe we'd have bigger smiles on our faces for sure. Indeed. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right, JR. Well, thanks again for being on the show. Any uh, last words of wisdom or uh, tell people where they can find you or what? Yeah, they can find me at Backup CEO on Twitter and then email J O H N John at BackupCEO.com. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, paying attention. Until next time, do awesome things. We are out.